This episode is in partnership with the Join the Skills Revolution campaign. Search Skills Revolution to find out more. Welcome to this latest edition of the FSB podcast, the go-to podcast for news tips and important information for small businesses and the self-employed, which this month is brought to you in partnership with the Join the Skills Revolution campaign. Uh, In this episode, we're going to discuss the benefits to both small businesses and individuals of the various training and employment schemes on offer to employers right now, from apprenticeships and T-level industry placements to skills boot camps, higher technical qualifications and multiply numeracy courses. There are a whole range of training and employment schemes to keep businesses going. Uh, and we're going to explore some of those today and how they could benefit your small business. To help me do that, I'm joined by three employers that have utilised some of these schemes in their businesses themselves, so they can give us really good first-hand examples of how that worked and the benefits that they've seen. Um, And they're going to help us talk through uh, a couple of the schemes in particular and in a bit more detail. Um, And they are Holly Whittles, InfoSec and HR Director at Purple Frog Systems, which is a multi-award winning global data analytics SME consultancy, which is based in Shropshire. Uh, Oliver Thompson is also here with us and he's IT technical support lead for Sketchers UKDC. And finally, Don Doty uh, is senior project manager from TRU East. So those guys are going to share their experiences. Um, To kick us off, I thought, Oliver, I would I would just start with you um, and sort of ask you really a little bit about the Skills for Life campaign, what it is um, and how does it help businesses engage with apprentices and other uh, and others on workplace training schemes. Thanks, John. Um, so the Skill for Life campaign, it helps um, SMEs understand all the training and employment schemes available to them. Um, so this includes apprenticeships, T-levels, skills boot camps, HTQs, and a multiple array of courses. Um, so employers who are um, considering hiring employers, offering work experience or upskilling existing staff, they're really encouraged to search for Skills Revolution and they'll be directed to a web page um, which allows them to compare schemes and find out more, basically. Great stuff. And, you know, Holly and Don, you've done this uh, as as well. We hear a lot about vocational training in this this day and age. Can you just offer a little bit of an overview of the, the different training and employment schemes that businesses can access and a little bit about how they work? I mean, in particular... We hear a lot about apprenticeships and T-levels, for example. So how do they differ? Holly, can I come to you first? Yeah, so there are many different training and employment schemes available to small businesses. And it's whether they're apprenticeships, T-levels or courses and things like numeracy and literary skills. There's loads of free and flexible ways for employers to really tap into this highly skilled workforce that they need to thrive. And apprenticeships and T-levels are similar, but there are some differences. So Apprenticeships offer paid employment for over 16s, combining work and study into jobs, allowing you as the business owner to develop your workforce and your business. But there's no upper age limit to apprenticeships, so they're really good for the older workers as well, who might be looking for a different role or wanting to upskill or taking out a different career or returning from work. 
That's great. And and and, and Don, do you, you know? Do, do you have a view on on how they differ and the sort of different benefits they offer? Yeah. Uh, thanks, John. Yeah. T levels. They are well, relatively new qualification. Uh, employers can get involved by offering industry placements in a range of sectors to T level students uh, within their organisation. Uh, it's usually fifteen, three hundred and fifteen hours uh, that the uh, placement comes into the workplace. Uh, T level industry placement obviously gives you early access to the brightest young people uh, who are in the market, and obviously the opportunity to develop uh, your workforce of the future. Yeah, great. And 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 Holly, is there increased demand for this amongst small businesses, particularly given the sort of tough market conditions small businesses are seeing? at the moment and some of the issues we're seeing around uh, obtaining good skills and and talent? Yeah, I definitely think there's more of a demand for this. Uh, You know, businesses are struggling to recruit. They want to upskill. So apprenticeships are really essential way that they can upskill, improve accessibility into their industry. And they can also develop the skills that their business needs. And we know that there's a demand and desire across businesses across England to invest in that upskilling piece. And many businesses in England are struggling with that whole recruitment and investing in the skills piece. So the reason behind this, it can depend on the industry that they're in, the sector differs from business to business. But general trends uh, could be the rapid digital transformation that many companies are having to go through. And that means that the primary skills that they need are actually changing Employee satisfaction is also um, something to consider because it's becoming more complex with investment in staff and future growth opportunities. It's a bigger selling point to job applicants. So providing upskilling opportunities is an important indicator of showing that value in your workforce. Now I'm going to ask each of you in a in a moment to talk about your specific experiences um, and and just sort of explore those as as kind of case studies if if if, if you like. Um, but just before I get to that, Don, you know, we'll talk a lot about the, the 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 benefits that your individual businesses have seen. What are some of the overarching benefits for businesses of of bringing people in on these sorts of placements? Yeah, uh, all the different schemes have all got their own unique benefits. Uh, so, which is why it's important to really choose which will work best for your business. Uh, this will require evaluating things such as uh, your current staffing situation, long and short-term goals of your business, uh, future strategy, and what skills are needed to help reach those goals. Uh, if we look at upskilling in, in particular, uh, the benefits of us for employers, uh, from a day-to-day perspective, employees can feel empowered as they're provided with more skills to help them thrive both personally and professionally, uh, do their jobs uh, to a better degree, uh, can also provide a sense of individual satisfaction, employees feeling like they matter, and also increase morale and productivity within the business. Yeah, all big benefits for, for small businesses. I want to dig a little bit into your individual personal experiences now, um, having each been through this process in in, in, in slightly different ways if that's all right holly i'll start with you you've you've you have experience of bringing apprentices into your business how have they helped your small small business specifically and why should other businesses consider apprenticeships so for us um obviously we're in data analytics so we're in the digital sector and we're really struggling to recruit at the moment. And that's something that I know a lot of businesses are struggling with. In fact, in the FSB Scaling Up Skills Report, 78% of businesses are struggling with that. 
And for us in digital, it's moving so fast and changing. We looked at apprenticeships because we thought, actually, this is a really good way of getting people into the business. And as tech is changing, they're getting that real life work experience. So for us, we found it as a great way to upskill our staff, especially around that whole digital skills piece. Yeah, and I understand you did a, an apprenticeship yourself along the way, I, I, I believe. Why did you do that? And having seen things from the other side, what were the benefits for you as an individual? Well, that was really interesting. So obviously, I was an older apprentice in my own business. And uh, for me, it was part of my continuous professional development. Um, learning is part of our organisational culture that I've sort of tried to instill from the top down. Um, but I wanted to gain a valuable industry qualification. And I wanted to make sure that um, it validated what I was doing and that I was completely up to date with the latest law and legislation. So massive benefits, not only to the business, but also to me as an individual um, to empower myself. Yeah, and you're also an FSB member. In fact, more than that, you, you do a fair bit of advocacy work around this issue as well amongst the membership, don't you? Tell us a little bit about that and, and, and the impact that you're seeing on small businesses more generally from technical education. Yeah, so um, I was recently appointed the National Policy Skills Champion for the Federation of Small Businesses. So this is a role that I perform alongside being director of my own business, but it's really championing that um, skills and apprenticeship route. And from what I'm seeing, it's also about encouraging uh, businesses to upskill and utilise emerging technologies and give people that um, fast pass trade, you know, way into the uh, workplace. So we work with things like data analytics, machine learning, and you know, it's really sort of clever, fast moving technologies. So bringing someone in via an apprenticeship and a T level, as well as them learning it in the classroom, we're then giving them real world. Um, this is what's actually going on. You can practice this here, and they can see how it all fits together. Right. So benefits for for both. Um, Lots of our audience won't have been on this journey yet and they might think it a bit daunting to start doing so, I guess. So how easy or difficult did you find the process in terms of um, looking to, you know, bringing bringing apprentices into into your business? So a lot of businesses asked me this question and I said the best thing that we did was we uh, partnered with our local college. Um, So you can either find a local college or a training provider and they will hold your hand through the process because there's a lot of buzzwords and acronyms. You know, what's the apprenticeship levy? How do I tap into it? Do I qualify for it? Um, You know, how does it work setting up a government account for apprentices? And what do we need to do? So they kind of um, showed me how I needed to write the job description. They did the interviewing for me I just did the final interview Um, so they really helped me close that uh, skills gap so anyone that's really struggling with this but think they might be wanting to bring an apprentice or a t-level in I just encourage them to search for skills revolution and I'll find loads of really good resources yeah that's good stuff Um, Olive I'll come to you if I may Uh, your we've heard a lot there about apprenticeships Uh, your organization has hosted t-level students can you tell us a bit about that the roles they are playing within your business and how they're adding value? Yeah, definitely. So um, I host two T-level students um, in IT and they really get involved with the day-to-day work. Um, So anything that I do as such, um, I've shown them and they get involved within the team. Uh, We're in a warehousing environment, an operations environment. So it's great for them to see how the IT side works within 
a warehouse environment. Yeah, that's great. And um, how do T-level placements work from a sort of business and cost perspective? Can you talk us a little bit through through that? Yeah, definitely. So we approached the local college um, and spoke to them about the T-level because we saw it advertised as a cost perspective from the company. All you have to do is um, provide them the correct PPE, um, a laptop or a PC, and uh, everything else is really time. Um, so it's just investing time into the students. Yes, good. And, and I understand that, that that you guys are potentially looking to host more students and even stepping up to taking on apprentices as well. Can you tell us a bit about that? And is that because you've seen real results and real success along the way? Definitely. I mean, the students have done amazing here um, at the DC. So we're really looking now into apprenticeships because we're starting to grow bigger and bigger. And um, as time goes on, we're going to need someone here permanently. And I think an apprenticeship would be a great route to go down because you can form that student and show them everything from scratch and um, yeah, really get them involved. Yeah, it's good. I understand that you are actually a student at the college that, that you've taken people from. Does that give you a, a sense of satisfaction that, you know, as well as reaping the benefits for the for your small business, you're also giving something back to the, the community that, that, that you came from? Is that is that a part of this as well? Sort of feeling that you're you're helping give back as well? It does, yeah. So I was a student five days a week at college and I remember trying to go out um, gain work experience and it's very very hard when you're a student at college it's not easy these days many companies are, are closed off um, and the t- the t level um, the t level course is a great way to get the students into the business and also a great way to help the students um, gain work experience and it's real life working experience and it's a great way also to show them that there's different routes, for example, within IT. Um, there's You're not just sat behind a desk at a computer um, giving support over the phone. You're actually here. You're dealing with people day to day, and it's um, really getting involved with everyone. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, thanks for that, Oliver. Don, I'll, I'll come to you if I may. You you work for an organisation called TRU East. Could you just explain a little bit about what, what that is and, and, and what you do? Yes, yeah, certainly, John. Uh, Transpennine Routes Upgrade uh, is a multi-billion pound uh, long-term railway infrastructure programme that will eventually improve connectivity and economic growth in the north, uh, delivering real benefits for passengers and uh, communities along the route. Uh, The scheme will re-energise train travel for passengers across the north of England and the first step towards a cleaner, greener, fully electrified railway between York and Manchester going through Leeds and, and, and Uddersfield. Uh, it's currently split into two sections, West, which is Manchester to Leeds, and the East, which I work on, which is York to Leeds. Yeah, that's interesting. And and, and that sounds like exactly the type of organisation that would need technical skills, I'm guessing. So how have you been leveraging work placements to support you? And, and, and how has that been helping you fill skills gaps? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, obviously, in the construction industry, there's now an ageing workforce. Uh, construction industry for a long time has been focused on the air and now just how the previous contracts are operated. Uh, so as a result now, we've got a, a witnessing the shortfall of entry-level skills. Uh, 
Also, there's competition with other projects uh, within the cons- cons- construction industry. We've got HS2, Birmingham Tram, Oak Valley. So there's a very limited pool of school resource. So uh, tapping into these emerging, emerging talent pipelines are a big focus for us. Uh, so to try and ensure we keep up to speed with the skills needed and schemes like T-Levels and Apprentices offer that early access to the talent pool. And as we've seen at True East, it's a great way of getting people on board. Yeah, it's a, a, a valuable talent pipeline, like you say. But I think you, you guys have also witnessed some really good career progression with your T-level placements, I think, as well, and sort of moving up to, to an apprenticeship with you. Can, can you tell us a little bit about how individuals have benefited in the organisation in terms of being able to, to, to progress their own careers? Yeah, uh, there's Alex or Alexandra. Uh, she was keen to come on to us. Uh, for industry placement, uh, came from York College, uh, really enjoyed his time with us, 315 hours on the workplace, out surveying in the rain, uh, doing spreadsheets with commercial, uh, went through all, all the departments. Uh, and again, the project working on larger made up of uh, white middle-aged men. So obviously Alex coming in, improved our diversity, uh, brought a lot of youth and exuberance to the project, which was great to see. Uh, plus, she also challenged us, asking why we did things a certain way. Uh, IT skills benefited a lot of us older uh, generation as well, bringing that into the business. Uh, then Alex completed a T-level course, and she's now progressed onto her apprenticeship uh, with, with John Murphy and Sons. Uh, so she's gaining on-the-job experience now uh, while studying civil engineering at Teesside University. Yeah, it's a really good example of how um, people can, can genuinely progress, I guess, at a, at a career level. And, and, and interesting on that that diversity point, that, that you know, it sounds like it's an opportunity to, to bring people in at a young age, but also uh, address some of those um, uh, diversity and inclusive, inclusion um, shortfalls within organisations as well. That's something you've seen then. Yeah, oh, uh, definitely, John. Uh, not, not only within our projects, but in wider construction industry, definitely a gender imbalance. Uh, I think percentage-wise, uh, women currently make up something like it's about 12%, 13% of the OUK construction industry. Uh, so through the stuff we do with the STEM projects, etc., we look to encourage female T-level students' apprenticeships, uh, work within schools, colleges, career events to try and promote the industry and projects. And I'd say we're certainly seeing more women interested now in engineering, quantity surveying and the other construction management roles. Yeah, terrific. And I just want to, a question that our audience always has is where they can find out more information about this and the best sort of resources they can call upon to to do a bit of this themselves. Oliver, I think you mentioned searching Skills Revolution um, uh, to access information that way. Where else have you found valuable resources to help you with this? So you can search um, skill revolu- skills revolution to find out more online and that will really give you a grand overview of everything you need. That's really brilliant. Thanks very much uh, to all of our guests for your help in exploring the benefits of bringing apprentices and T-level students into your small businesses. Um, I'd also like to thank our audience for listening to this episode and to remind you that you can subscribe to the FSB podcast to receive regular updates and guidance on the big issues affecting small businesses. And do please also remember that you can find a whole host of additional webinars, podcasts and other useful content at the First Voice website at firstvoice.fsb.com 
fsb.org.uk and on the FSB website at fsb.org.uk. Thanks very much for tuning in. This episode is in partnership with the Join the Skills Revolution campaign. Search Skills Revolution to find out more.